Hello and welcome back to the Josh Tills Coaching Podcast. That still feels very weird to say, but I'm hoping that we're going to get used to it within a couple of episodes. Uh, I was really pleased with the first episode, got some really good feedback from it, and uh, yeah, hopefully got some guests lined up ready to come on and speak and join me for a conversation. So I think that's going to be really exciting and I can't wait to sort of get those on. We're going to crack straight into the second episode today. And the second episode today, I'm just going to talk about one topic today. Uh, going to be answering a bit of a question uh, that I've almost set myself as a bit of a challenge. And that question is, if I could only train with five exercises for the rest of my life, what would those five exercises be? And before I start, it's important to note that these five exercises are designed for my goal. Obviously, if the goal was different, these five exercises would change. So before you come at me saying, why would you choose that exercise over that exercise when you know that that's not going to work this or that's not going to work that? Well, ultimately, this is for the goal of being as strong as possible, as resilient as possible, as robust as possible, as mobile as possible, as kind of powerful as possible, just general sort of health and wellness um, and a sense of vitality coming through um, and using training as a proxy for that. So that's kind of why I've chosen these five exercises um, and we're going to go straight into it really. Uh, the first exercise that I would pick would be overhead squats. Uh, and the reason why I would go overhead squats is because I've only got five exercises. So I need to get as many muscle groups kind of worked and loaded in these five exercises as possible and sort of challenged in different ways as well. Kind of a little bit of versatility going into these five exercises. And the overhead squats are a great example of this because one, we can load the legs really well. Obviously, if we're training with it for the rest of our lives, we're going to get pretty good at it, hopefully, if we're applying things like progressive overload and constantly adding load and changing the reps and changing the sets and changing rest times and all of these things we're hopefully going to get pretty good at overhead squats yeah so hopefully with enough load we're still going to be able to get enough load going through the legs that we can have strong powerful legs we're going to get some good hip mobility we're going to get some good ankle mobility uh, we're going to be like loading the spine in extension as we go into this overhead position the shoulders are going to be getting worked isometrically and the triceps are going to be getting worked isometrically is it perfect for building shoulder strength and shoulder size? No, absolutely not. But we've only got five exercises. And so this is a great one to still work the shoulders, still work the triceps. Um, and equally, it's going to work the core as well. As I said, we're loading the spine into this extended position as we're in this overhead position. We're being put into spinal extension from the top down. But as we push the hips back, we're going to be going into lumbar spinal extension. And so the core is going to be working incredibly hard to decelerate that spinal extension. Um, and that's going to be working hard. In addition to as we get heavy enough, there's going to be some really hard bracing happening through the core. Um, and that's going to do wonders for that as well. Um, so that's my first one. Obviously, you do overhead squats for a long enough period of time and tell me that your core doesn't get strong. Like I dare you um, to go and do overhead squats for a long time and tell me that you've come off the back of that and have a weak core. Um, as I say, it's just going to happen naturally as a result of sort of loading heavy enough and that bracing that's happening. But equally, the, the, the passive tension that we get from the core being loaded in this extended position as it decelerates the spinal extension that happens through the movement. Uh, so I think we've got a good first exercise and a good base where the legs are going to be worked, uh, probably more quadriceps as opposed to glutes, but we've got that ticked off. Um, later on in our exercise list so I think for the first exercise we're off to a good start the second exercise that I would pick would be pull-ups um, and obviously I wanted something that is still going to be good for shoulder health and shoulder mobility so coming off of pressing and being in this good overhead position where we're nice and stacked 
really good for shoulders to be strong in that position but now that we can come to a hanging exercise we can get some good kind of shoulder decompression and spinal decompression so we can get some good shoulder and spinal mobility happening through that dead hang position of a pull-up equally we're going to be working the grip and the forearms and our kind of elbow uh, flexors as well so biceps getting worked um, and we can equally have um, lats and serratus, um, our serratus anterior um, and other exercise and other muscle groups there that sort of make up the back initially when i was planning this out i was going to have pull-ups with the caveat that i could do pull-ups and other kind of body weight row variations like inverted rows but i'm going to be strict with myself and not give myself that caveat I do think that there's a good exercise that's going to kind of tick more traps and rhomboids in that upper back region instead. Um, so hopefully uh, I'm not going to need any other kind of body weight row variations like inverted rows or kind of pulling over. But the only caveat I will give myself with pull-ups is that every now and then I can change from a supinated grip and do more of a chin-up and then equally do pull-ups in terms of that pronated grip. Um, that's kind of the only caveat that I will give myself with choosing pull-ups as an exercise so i can make it a bit more bicep focused or i can make it a bit more lat focused but other than that we're staying straight so we're not going to be doing like inverted rows or rack chins or any of these are sort of other exercises that would be a um, different sort of like back exercise in a different position for the body so i think that's fairly sort of self-explanatory like yeah of course we're going to be getting a little bit of words as we sort of again get this little bit of a stretch as we hang really nice on the shoulders really nice on the spine grip strength working forearms working biceps working back working and it's a pulling exercise as opposed to the push exercise that we had on the overhead squat so fairly self-explanatory we'll move straight in to exercise number three and exercise number three is a bit of a controversial one because they are so fucking horrible it is everyone's most dreaded most hated burpees and you might hear that and go why on earth would you choose to do burpees for the rest of your life? I'm not choosing to do burpees for the rest of my life. I'm saying if I could only go in and do five exercises for the rest of my life, burpees would have to be one of them. And I'm going to explain why. One, we've only got five exercises. And so I need to be kind of like quite diligent and strict with in terms of how am I going to get my conditioning in? How am I going to get my heart rate elevated? How am I going to get my lungs elevated? Um, and burpees are a great one for that, right? I equally want to have something that kind of builds power and that sort of has to decelerate momentum and velocity, but equally create momentum and create velocity as powerfully as possible. And burpees is a great one for that. If I can move with speed and jump as hard as I can out of that kind of press up position. And as I come down from that, I can go straight back into the burpee and get everything decelerating all of that downwards traveling momentum and velocity. Um, so really good for generating power, but equally um dealing with the the uh, the deceleration of forces it comes back in being able to handle momentum and velocity um, compounded with gravity that pushes onto me um, and transfer that into the next movement that i want to do so really really powerful another pushing exercise so i equally wanted something that was going to directly challenge and work my chest shoulders and triceps even though the shoulders and the triceps are going to be getting worked slightly in the overhead squat i wanted something that would sort of more directly sort of challenge them as I say, you can do that more of a in a kind of like slow, controlled um, sort of way where the press up is really focused and controlled and then we sort of go out of the burpee and jump up. Or it can be more hard and explosive and powerful where we're really sort of getting into um, that power-driven uh, press up out of the burpee. Um, and I think that's equally going to be a good thing. 
So yeah, really, really controversial. As I say, anyone who chooses to do burpees for the rest of their life. Uh, there's a guy uh, that I sort of semi-know is sort of working in, within the same team um, as me, sort of with uh, the business coaching that I'm a part of, and he's attempting to break the burpee world record in 24 hours. Um, I'll put his uh, Instagram handle in the show notes because that's really inspiring. I think he's looking to like over 10,000 burpees in 24 hours. Um, so he will probably attest to the strength and systemic gains and uh, progress that can be made just by doing a lot of burpees both from a heart rate and uh, sort of like um, heart elevation and conditioning feel in terms of being able to pull in oxygen and deal with that uh, aerobic and anaerobic load um, and that lactate threshold, but equally being strong through the shoulders, strong through the chest, strong through the abs, um, strong through the legs to produce force and jump up high and handle with speed, all of those things. So while I do think that burpees are absolutely awful, um, and probably don't necessarily need to be on any workout. You don't need to do burpees. I think if we were only going to limit ourselves to five exercises, I think that they are they have a place um, in those five exercises lift when it comes to being strong, resilient, robust, powerful, mobile, all of those sorts of things. Equally, as we come overhead and we jump out of the burpee, if we're going all the way overhead, we're getting some nice shoulder mobility. We're getting a nice stretch through the pec. We're getting a nice overhead position. That's going to be worth its weight in gold as we look to, to sort of like train with this longevity um, and have this vitality using training as a proxy for that. Um, so I think so far, just to sort of recap, we've got our overhead squats, we've got our pull-ups and we've got our burpees. I think we're sort of making our way nicely. There's still a couple of things that we need to add to this and that's going to take us to exercise number four. Exercise number four is deadlifts. Now, the reason I chose deadlifts was I wanted something that was going to uh, load the posterior chain a little bit better so I was thinking more hamstrings and glutes obviously with the overhead squat that we did um, it's going to be more quadricep focused you can't necessarily do uh, you can't go that deep into an overhead squat without it getting to be quadriceps um, unless you're sort of like going to stay quite shallow and make it more hip extension focused even then it's going to be more glute and not really hamstrings so the deadlift can definitely be made um, hamstring focused if it's more stiff leg and sort of pulling it off the floor as opposed to getting a bit lower and pressing it off the floor equally with the burpees not going to be much hamstring included in there going to be more quadricep as we produce that force and spring ourselves off the floor you're probably going to feel it quite a bit through your glutes and your lower back and that sort of thing um, but deadlifts are definitely going to be a good one for loading that posterior chain all the way through the soleus and the gastrocnemius in the calf uh, up to the hamstring up to the glute up to the lower back and the reason why I didn't include any of those sort of like inverted row variations on pull-ups is because when I chose deadlifts I realized obviously we're going to have this real hard retraction and squeeze back of the shoulder blades with our deadlift to maintain this neutral spine position and maintain as nice a position on the deadlift as possible um, that all of a sudden those traps rhomboids and upper back region are going to be loaded um, if you've ever loaded a deadlift heavy and done heavy deadlifts, you know that sort of ache in the back of the shoulders that you feel afterwards from that hard retraction that you get, um, which is why I thought, nope, I can be strict with pull-ups. I don't need to include um, any inverted row variations or anything like that because the deadlift is still going to be targeting it. Again, is it perfect for targeting traps and rhomboids and all of these other upper back muscles? No. But is it going to be sufficient enough to just train heavy, heavy deadlifts um, and still maintain and equally build a little bit of muscle mass 
in those areas and kind of keep it healthy yeah absolutely i i definitely believe so um i think there's a really important thing to touch on lastly for deadlifts um, and that is that i think when we talk about resilience and robustness i think an exercise that forces you to pick heavy shit up off the floor um really adds confidence and fulfillment and vitality to this sense of feeling resilient feeling strong feeling robust um, and so I really, really like deadlifts for that reason. And it's why they've made their place in my top five of five exercises that I would do for the rest of my life. Um, if I only had five exercises to choose from. Because I genuinely believe that there's equally an element of sort of like lifting ugly sometimes. And sometimes the back might round a little bit. But having this sort of sensation of a healthy spine that you feel confident to load and to bend and to extend and to do all of these things. Really, really important. And I think it gives you so much back. So beyond just necessarily the strength gains that happen from lifting heavy and doing heavy deadlifts, great. There's the psychological aspects and sort of this um, this 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 extension of lifting that we get back in through training, uh, which is the feeling of strength, resilience, robustness, um, and all of those other sort of attributes. So really, really important that I think that deadlifts have a place in that exercise list. And that brings us to our fifth exercise now my fifth exercise was a bit of a toss-up this was one that i struggled with um because actually i'm gonna do this differently so exercise five is weighted tricep dips um, and the reason why it's tricep dips is because i just love them and so there has to be an element of enjoyment in training they're one of my favorite exercises i think again there's that feeling of feeling strong and powerful and robust that you can hang a weight from your waist and you can bend at the elbow and extend nice and hard uh, we haven't really got much happening through chest and triceps there was a little bit of triceps on the overhead squat and there was a little bit of triceps happening on the press up of the burpee uh, but something to directly challenge my chest and triceps and shoulders a little bit more with the weighted tricep dip uh, was a key fundamental part for this fifth exercise um, and then also being able to um, have an exercise that I just love um, is going to play really well into the long-term adherence of training. There's a couple of exercises that I wouldn't choose to do, uh, but I'm having to do as part of this. I can only do five exercises and want to tick as many body parts off as possible, uh, like overhead squats and burpees. I definitely wouldn't choose to do those for the rest of my life, but I think in terms of bang for buck on what they give you back when you've only got five exercises huge so i'm gonna do those but it means that i'm gonna take an exercise i absolutely enjoy doing and that is going to be a weighted tricep dip uh, now where i say that this was a really hard one and a bit of a toss-up for me is in the um, inclusion of i i wanted something that was going to be a bit more rotational in nature i think again coming back to spinal health really really important that we can get something that can rotate us through the torso um, i think when we look at power and being able to be powerful, the utilization of the hips, um, and even a little bit of rotational hip work as well. So going into internal and external rotation through the hip, really, really important from a hip mobility and getting power generated from the hips. Um, I wanted that. So I was thinking around the lines of, do I do like a cable twist and a really heavy cable twist and get that power? Hips can be loaded and mobilized um, as they go through that rotation. Something that works a bit differently to the other four where you get some rotational uh, components to it and work in a different plane of motion. That won't be something that's super familiar with all of you in terms of planes of motion, but like the sagittal plane of moving forwards and backwards, most of these exercises are more sagittal plane. 
we've got our um, frontal plane, any exercises side to side, so I think like side lunges and stuff like that. Um, and then we've got our transverse plane, which is rotational. Now, as I say, all of the other four exercises, and I'd, I'd say actually all of the five exercises are very sagittal plane focused. Um, and I wanted something that was going to be a bit more transverse plane than this rotational element, I think would be good to have in. So I was, it, it was literally like a coin flip decision of do I go with something rotational like a cable twist or potentially like a medicine ball slam against a wall and that real expression of power as we slam a medicine ball into the wall next to me um, or just throw it as hard as it can possibly go. Um, that was something that I contemplated with and it was almost like a coin flip and I was like, no, you know what? I just don't think I would enjoy it like hardly any like it would be do i train or do i not like, <laughs> like, you, like there needs to be some form of enjoyment um to training to kind of have that long-term adherence that long-term compliance and so i was like well i know if there's always going to be like weighted tricep dips at the end of the workout i'm going to feel buzzing to get to them and sort of like carry on and persist through some of the exercises that i don't enjoy as much even though probably if you know you can only do those exercises for the rest of your life you're probably going to learn to enjoy them and kind of learn to get the pleasure in the pain sort of thing. Um, but yeah, that's that's sort of why I went with weighted tricep dips. I would equally take a transverse plane rotational based movement. Um, if there's any that I sort of haven't thought of, feel free to let me know. And if your list would look differently, um, then I'd love to know kind of what exercises you would sub out and what you would replace it with as well. Um, so I think this would be a really good kind of episode and topic to kind of get a little bit of like conversation going um, I'd love to hear, as I say, what you would put in instead of one of my exercises. So maybe you've heard me say overhead squats and think, absolutely, God, no, fuck that. Let's take that out and let's put something else in. Um, and I'd love to know why you would put an exercise in and why. Why sort of, why would that contribute to you in terms of being as resilient, robust, strong, mobile, powerful as possible um, in place of one of my other five exercises? Um, equally i think this is a topic that we can diversify so we could sort of look to say well what five exercises would i do if it was only hypertrophy based and building as much muscle as possible if i can only do five exercises to build as much muscle as possible what five exercises would i do maybe if there was like a powerlifting focus obviously there's got to be bench squat and deadlift in that instance but what other two would i go to to sort of like help from a powerlifting component as possible uh, we could sort of extend this to other exercises, maybe five exercises that I would do if I were a runner. Obviously, running is going to be one of them. But what other four exercises would I do if I was just like trying to be as good a runner as possible? Um, those sorts of like minimalizing things down. I'm a big believer in trying to get the most um, effectiveness out of the least amount possible. And so I do think that that's that sort of sometimes a bit of an exercise of what can we take away and still get as close to the same result as possible, even if it's not the same result, um, but as close to the same result as possible with less. Sometimes more is a more. And I think that having an exercise, what can we take away and still get to the same result or at least close enough to the result that it sort of makes it worth it and there's enough bang for buck in terms of what we're doing. Um, so really, really enjoyed this exercise and putting together that list and kind of the rationale behind why I chose different exercises. As I say, if you would choose any other exercises, let me know why you would take out an exercise and what you'd replace it with and why you would replace it with that. Um, really, really keen to uh, to sort of hear everyone's opinions on my list and sort of what they would change to it as well. But that's been it for this episode. Uh, we're going to go back to sort of like two to three topics in the next one. But really, really quick episode on a nice sunny Sunday afternoon. 
Uh, so I'm going to get back outside and enjoy some fresh air. So I hope you're all well. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. Uh, let me know how you're getting on and I will see you in the next one. Peace.